This is Comic Shenanigans, episode 162, Spotlight on Amazing Spider-Man 2. This is Comic Shenanigans, episode 162. This is our uh, Spotlight on the Amazing Spider-Man 2 episode. I'm your host, Adam Chapman. I'm joined by three special co-hosts. I have in the studio with me... When I point at you, it means to say your oh, name. Oh, sorry, I wasn't looking. Chris Lucas. <laughs> Kelly Chapman. And? Tibor Mays. All right, so we just saw Amazing Spider-Man 2. We have various opinions on the movie. Um, so now we're just going to talk about it for a little bit, and uh, what we liked, what didn't work, what, what did work, etc. Uh, Chris, first thoughts. Whoa, whoa. As always. As always. Spoilers. Ladies first. Oh, spoilers. <laughs> Ladies first. I hate when people don't say spoiler alert. Okay, spoiler alert as well. Okay. I, w- I would probably put in the caption for the episode. I'm just saying. In case you didn't read the caption, though. Spoiler. People read. That's Spo- <laughs> true. Spoilers on. Spoilers right. no way. Okay. So, ladies first. Ladies I'm gonna, first. I'm gonna no, I don't want to go first. Well, I mean, I haven't seen any of this stuff, so. Well, oh, then, yeah. Like, so, Chris I haven't didn't seen the watch first the first one. one, and then. And I've only seen, like. Hardly seen the Tobey Maguire movies, which all sucked. I, I don't thought know that so. that's a prerequisite. This is why you're becoming that. a fan favorite on the show, because you you describe how much you enjoy films by how much you stay awake for them, um, and you haven't seen the other movies at all. Now I was surprised. I thought you'd seen Amazing Spider-Man one because I gave it to you a week ago. I foolishly thought because I would have at least given you a primer before we went in and said, I, okay, I, these are who the characters are. Because the way the movie starts out, showing you glimpses of Captain Stacy. If you don't know he's dead, you're like. Why is this, this is a big, creepy? No, why is this so a big deal? Flashes of at the beginning. Captain um, Stacy. Captain Stacy. So not at the very dad, beginning. Remember, like the police officer. Oh, when I asked you in the movie. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, who's that guy? <laughs> yeah. Well, if you. Watched... I thought you just forgot. That's why I gave you like a brief. Yep, no, no, he's no. dead. Remember? No. <laughs> um. Uh, so, okay. Where, where were we? So, Chris, want to tell Chris us? Chris is a dummy. That's Chris is not a dummy. This no, is... I know. Um, I liked it. I mean, again, like. I didn't think it was as good as Captain America, the Winter Soldier. I enjoyed what? that a lot more. It was so but much better than Captain America. You haven't seen it yet. <laughs> they don't yeah. know that. <laughs> <laughs> they do now. They do now. So, I mean, okay, no, no, we don't have to get into comparisons there, but um, uh, good. Having not seen any of the stuff leading up to it, it kept my attention. So, mm-hmm. um, Given that you just kind of jumped in and missed um, the movie. Not really. I mean, I like to think I'm... Smart enough to figure out what's going on. Like, I know who the Green Goblin is. I know that it, you know, that's the background of that. Okay. So I know where that's coming from. I know he's Peter Parker's friend. I know all that stuff. Okay. Electro, and I didn't know who the hell that was. So no I, one does. I'd, I'd never heard of him before. No one's um, heard of him before. And Jamie Foxx, I mean, that's a interesting pick. He wasn't bad, I didn't think, but. He um, was alright. It was just. I don't know. That one ended pretty quick. That part, he was just kind of like captured, and you know what I mean. Like he came to life, got captured, got mm-hmm. out, and it was pretty brief. I thought I didn't. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I respect them in some ways because um, a lot of the the classic villains in Spider-Man lore don't really have that deep origins. Um, so I, I I think the problem sometimes is they try really hard to give them deep origins. Here, they didn't have to go that deep, and I think that's why we saw a bunch of them. Um, is that, you know, they just kind of threw people in, and there's nothing wrong with that. Again, I felt this is a good expression of watching a comic book movie. Yeah. Uh, Winter Soldier was a political action espionage thriller. Ugh, um, I wonder I didn't see it. <laughs> yes, not really your cup of tea. <laughs> but this this was, this was felt like a comic book come to life. Yeah. Um, it, it did. It felt like, you know, it had kind of the, the over-the-top weirdness and at times, which were in the, the first Spider-Man trilogy, and then you also had a lot more serious aspects as well, and they kind of balanced those out, and... You had, you know, a lot of potential villains, a lot of characters kind of put in there. Yep. But again, it, it felt like it was a world that was lived in and not just a few characters that we're going to focus on today. True. Kelly? What? What are your thoughts? Oh, I loved it. Okay. I thought it was really, really good. Um, sometimes I feel like with these movies, they're too long and the action scenes are too much and it's pew, pew, pew for a really long time and then... We're throwing people into buildings and things are getting smashed. And sounds I'm like, like okay. sounds like Superman the Man of Steel. Oh my god, I liked that movie. Don't Never get me wrong, but it was like you super long, and I was like, okay, I get it. Can we just move on? Um, same with not to bring it up, but Star Trek. I was like, okay, I get it. Like, can we just move on? Khan's a bad guy. We get it. <laughs> They're fighting. Okay, um, but with this one, I was surprised at how bored I wasn't. Like, okay. there was no point where I was like, okay, move on. Like. 
the fight scenes were exciting. They kept my attention. They weren't just people getting thrown into buildings. Like I felt like they brought they really brought something different with it. There's um, humor in them too. Yeah. Um, there's some really funny lines. Like I love the comic relief that they throw in. Mm-hmm. And obviously as the only girl on the panel, I have to say, love the love story. I know we'll get more into how it ends, but uh, I love the relationship that they created between these two characters. Mm-hmm. And they did a good job. That's one of the things I really enjoyed from the first one. Um, and it definitely carried over into this movie. And I feel like that relationship, those characters were developed really well. Okay. So um, there's some mushiness inside for, for that storyline, which okay. I really enjoyed. But overall, I mean, start to finish, I was entertained and I enjoyed everything about hey, it. Focus on the podcast, not oh. the wine. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds terrible. Uh, Tibor, what do you think? Uh, I don't know. I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. I just it was that's like, a ringing endorsement right there. Should be right on the poster. Honestly, anymore. I'm like pretty neutral about it. Like. <laughs> I felt that it was uh, sort of disjointed, like the storylines are just sort of back and forth. Like, I don't know. What's it? And at the end of it, I found out it's the two douchebags from uh, Star Trek that wrote this. But that should have no bearing on, like, you didn't no, but, know that going into it. No, so. but it's their their writing style of like they try to make something seem all complicated, and you know, like it's going to be sophisticated. There's going to be like a big you know payoff, and then it all boils down, and it's pretty simple. Like they try to like they try to do that every time. I, I don't feel did like the same thing with Star Trek. Well, as I don't. Well. I don't really feel like that was really evident here. Like I didn't feel like they were really trying to have it be complex. It was just a bunch of well, you know, I, I thought different the story things happening. Dad world. was supposed to be complex, and then there's this whole elaborate like you know subway car that he gets to, and what did he do? He watched the video that we watched at the beginning of the movie. Hmm. And that was the whole thing. But maybe that comes into play in another movie. It Possibly, could. but I don't know. It definitely just, could. So which Star Trek movie is talking about? The new the two ones. The two. The, the two? two new ones, the two? yeah. The, the only two that exist. The two Star Trek movies? The only two that exist, At yeah. least you uh, acknowledge that there's only two. <laughs> there's only two. And we have it on tape. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so, I don't know. I mean, like, it just, I don't know. Overall, I wasn't, like, I wasn't overly impressed. I wasn't, like, yeah. There was, like, I really liked the guy that plays Spider-Man. I liked the character. It was, I, I thought him and Gwen Stacy were good together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, truthfully, I, like, I had no desire to go see the first one because I didn't really enjoy the Tobey Maguire ones. So I'm, like... Well, I'm not gonna. I don't really care to see this. So I don't even know this guy. Like it was just. It wasn't yeah. something that I was like, oh, I want to go see this. Yeah. Um. So, but yeah, I have to admit that guy. I don't even know who is the guy. Andrew Garfield. And what yeah, else he has he been in? He was in the Social, social Network. Network. He was also okay, in an episode well, of Doctor movie Who. I haven't seen. An episode of Doctor Who. He hasn't. Di- I haven't seen Doctor Who. Who. He hasn't done a lot of work. Okay, he was That's pretty not good. A bad but he, he's a, yeah, he's a much better Peter Parker than Tobey Maguire. Yeah. Like, well, Peter Parker. He's funny. But what? No, what's his face? Toby Maguire. Toby Maguire. Pre Spider-Man, Peter Parker. In terms it's of, it's like saying Michael Keaton yeah. is a great pre-Batman Bruce Wayne. <laughs> whoa, That's whoa, the name. yeah. Okay, I love Michael Keaton. Val Kilmer. Is that what you're saying? Too? Whoa, Val whoa, Kilmer? whoa! Why do you hate Val Kilmer? Because <laughs> he wasn't a good Batman. I Val Kilmer. Not a good I'm not saying I don't like Sorry. Val Kilmer. I'm just saying yeah. I mean, he wasn't Batman. a good Batman. To be fair, whoa. he's not the worst Batman. That's George Clooney. Hey, yeah, George Clooney. Well, but again, to to be fair, what's good? George Clooney's Batman was like taking it back to the '60s. If you yes. watch that and, and watch it as a homage to the 60s, it sort of works. Well, yeah, with a back credit but, card, yeah. But overall, yeah, that movie was crap. Yes, they had a back credit card in that movie. Did they really? That yeah, yeah. That. he whips out a back card. I don't even know if I saw that one. <laughs> you probably fell asleep. You haven't seen any movies. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen great movies, just not these movies. Just not comic book movies? Yeah. Uh, no, I, Andrew Garfield brings a sense of, of fun to the character, and that was something that's sorely missing from the... Yeah. From the Raimi movies, is that Tobey Maguire just wasn't funny, and they never. But yeah, to be fair, what has Tobey Maguire ever been funny? Well, yeah, but they never even tried. Like they never tried to even write him. Oh, as to be fair, quicks. they tried a little bit. Like they had that like the oh, raindrops yeah. are falling and thing. Like they had a few things, but it's just his personality doesn't suit it. No, because Tobey like, Maguire is not funny. He's more. But of I a, feel like what Adam's point was like he's he's a better Peter Parker before he comes becomes Spider Man because he is nerdy and awkward, and like mm-hmm. Andrew Garfield is hot. And in no way was he like, oh, I'm this big nerd who gets superpower. He okay, was like, that, that's I'm a hot guy in high school, really and now guy. I got superpowers. So I really enjoy him as Spider-Man, and I think as Peter Parker, he's he's also really good. How did he but get he's his not, powers? As a, a genetically altered spider, in this case. Yeah, but like, I know... He's happened in, it was an Oscorp lab, he's kind of fiddling around and where he shouldn't have been and then he hit something accidentally and the spiders fall on him and one of them bit him. Yeah, he's in a room where there's like all these webs and there's all these spiders. It's the experiment. And, they, and they, did they know? They, they talked about the, the they got rid of those spiders like in this film. Okay. Yeah, the ones yeah, yeah, okay. So, yeah. But did they know? Did they know? No. They didn't know it was him. 
They didn't know it better. Or in a, okay. really better than. He was on a he was on yeah. a class trip, wasn't he? Or he was. He kind of that, that, like, 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 Oh, that's, that's how it's always in, yeah. been, right? It was always like he was a he's always bitten by, yeah. a, sp- by a spider. Yeah. Well, in, in, in sorry, in, in the in the original, he he no one went out of school wanted to go to this science expo- uh, fair or science exhibition. He was the only one of like so there was no one to kind of piece things together that oh he got bit that's why he became Spider Man. Whereas in the movies, the first movie, he was at a class trip and really anyone should be able to figure it out. Yeah, but in the in these movies, so the first one of this franchise that you didn't see, the Amazing Spider Man, the Amazing Spider Man. Um, Gwen is interning there and they're doing like orientation for the oh, interns okay. and he like steals someone's badge and like joins along. Oh, that's so, like, right, yeah. The only person who knows that he doesn't belong there was Gwen because he was wearing a name tag that said like oh, Jose or Jorge yeah, or something like that. But yeah, they're like. Can I, can I say something? Yeah, Sorry, yeah. just while the thoughts yeah, are mine. Absolutely. Go ahead. The little kid? Yeah. Why did I picture Paul? <laughs> <laughs> like, why did I that whole scene? Because I you've Paul seen him dressed up as Spider-Man. I know. Shout out to Paul. He was not with us tonight. He's not kid Paul Spider-Man. <laughs> so I was like, man, his, Paul would do that. He's throwing his a Spider-Man yeah. suit. That's Ben. Yeah. No, for sure. Um, my, my question is, why didn't uh, Rhino just shoot him at that point when he's like standing there in the middle of the street? He's not going to actually shoot the kid. Not I the kid, like... the Spider-Man, because Spider-Man comes but in. He was there with the kid. No, no, the kid leaves though, and there's a long time where he's just I standing. Because remember, he gets in the car, he's got the bullhorn, and he's like, blah, blah, blah. "Why well, does any villain do anything?" It's obvious at that okay, point. Just I'm going to leave you to your death, yeah, and but... then I'm going to go into this other room. It's obvious though that Rhino's there to. I mean, the way that he's personified is that he's there to kind of be a fame hog, and like, yeah, no, he, he's I'm trying to show that he's returned. Yeah, so he, that's kind of why he's got ego. He's kind of being a jerk about it. Um, what, do you, what do you think, Kelly? What do you think about the use of? Sorry, Peter this Bar- studio is distracting. There are cookies. There's there wine. is wine. There are pretty ladies walking. Yeah, I know around. my pretty ladies. <laughs> my pretty ladies are already here. Uh, we could get a few more pretty ladies. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So oh, you're pretty lady. If you'd like to be a pretty boy. lady in our studio, please send us your email. Yeah, that's not creepy at all. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I think viewership just plummeted. Viewers, who's watching us? I mean, listenership. I'm secretly that, that or the, earlier, earlier when I said we have it on tape, I was like, yeah. I don't know if people even say that anymore, because there's no tape. Um, like, do you say, like, we've got you on tape? We got you oh, we on got, we got, we got. People still say that. Do they? they well, do, of yeah. our generation who are used to but tape. But that's what I'm saying. Did you, did, I, I used to make Did you hear tape. about the, the Rob uh, Ford, what's it, the, I guess it was, they said tape, right? They did. Said, yeah, they, they, ta- they taped them, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, but it's not really a tape anymore, is it? Like, well, we're getting into way off uh, well, Spider-Man. Yeah. Sorry, this, this will be another Spider-Man. comic shenanigans where we talk nothing about comics. That's why it's called we used comic to mix, shenanigans. We used to mix tapes. Uh, right. That'll be episode two hundred. So all re- about mixed tapes. Oh, I thought we were going to do a history of six eighty top eight at eight. I thought that was going to be an episode. That? that was really exciting. These guys too young for that. Me and you were old. What? Hey, hey, hey. Why are you her under the old bus? All right, back to the movie. Sorry, Chris had to leave. Uh, uh, <laughs> you so may the, not hear from him again. So the villain in this one, they kind of went different, and they used Electro, who's not one of the most well-known Spider-Man villains. Um, although we also have... He's well-known if you have a child who has a book that makes noises with the different superheroes. <laughs> okay, well, that's... okay. I'm saying. Like, yeah. um, what did you guys think of the use of Electro? Because I'm guessing no one really knows Electro before the movie. Yes. I, I know Electro from the, from the cartoon. Book. Okay. And said, um, but yeah, no, I, I mean, I thought they did a pretty good job with him. Like, I mean, visually, he was really cool. Yeah, it was cool. Visually, he was awesome. Yeah. The, um, especially uh, when reminded, he got really angry and then he was all red. And then he, he just, just kind became of like a, electricity. They kind of made him look like an eel because that's what he fell into. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that was exactly. kind of... It's interesting, um, yeah, the original Electro, I'm, I'm sure the picture to people in the studio. Okay, uh, stop the podcast. <laughs> Google look, a picture. Go Google picture and then turn it back on. Um, so originally he was just a guy working on you know a line uh, and he was hit with you know um, lightning and then he was electrocuted and then started wearing a ridiculously green and yellow costume and that's basically Electro. Like he's not he's not the greatest most in, uh, in depth villain. I just one thing I was just like he loved Spider Man like and then it was like man some sniper shoots him. And, it's like, kind of Spider-Man, I hate you. I kind of like that, though. I mean, I kind of liked how they showed him being this mentally uh, kind of unhinged from the beginning, kind of guy who's kind of been dejected. Again, kind of paralleling Spider-Man, what Spider-Man could have been if he had been more bullied and more kind of not yeah, he's recognized a, at all. 
Like, it's a guy who's just... He's just suffering from being a nobody. Yeah, that's well, true. And I feel like they set up the premise for that with him being a little bit off. Like, when Gwen meets him in the elevator, he's a little bit off. When, yeah. Well, I mean, uh, he, well, when he, first, he yeah. sings to himself, happy yeah. birthday, he and Spider-Man. so it makes sense. <laughs> Which is and super tragic, like, though. Like, this poor well, guy. I feel bad like, for the guy, yeah. He has no friends, and, and he, the, the things he's, he's most proud of, his work was stolen from him and yeah. repurposed from others like they do make him extremely sympathetic but then he no. does go very quickly into the I'm gonna kill Spider-Man right camp. but he had those like voices in his heads kind of thing like it was very um, but it, was, like, it reminded me something. of yeah, he's Green Goblin he had in the things. original movies yeah, yeah that's true. because he's kind of like hearing the voices the same idea the music in that by the way was amazing was wicked, yeah. when I want to get the that soundtrack first scene, that first scene when he was like yeah. in Times Square so yeah. that was cool it was really good it took yeah, some getting the, used the music, to it the music with the voices yeah that yeah. was cool I found it it did take some getting used to it at first because it was a little download that shit for me download that shit for you yeah says you getting used to well it was it's not what you would expect literally that's like, a cool use of sound. Spend like, your yes. expectations. Okay, I didn't actually realize until the end that the music was by Hans Zimmer because it didn't yeah, really feel like Hans Zimmer music. Oh, that's I didn't know that. Because like Hans Zimmer did like the Batman trilogy by uh, Chris Nolan, and that and, feels and, like Hans and a million Zimmer. other things. Well, and a million other things, but that's like some of his more recent. Work yeah, no, I hear you. And more memorable. That is interesting. That he's crossed over the to Marvel. Well, he doesn't yeah. care. It's a paycheck. Yeah, I think paycheck. I think Jamie Foxx did a good job. Yeah. Yeah. Of Electro, like. I it's an interesting really way to take the character too, in terms of the visual. Uh, but you're right, like kind of the idea of emulating what an eel would look like is an well, interesting visual cue. And because it ties they had that it flashback into, of the eel's face as it went to bite him when yeah. he the thing, right? And it's it super creepy when that the whole, They're genetic animals, right? Like it, mm-hmm. it joins them together. If he just got electrocuted, fine, that's whatever. Yeah. But you know, just the, be the spider and the eels mm-hmm. and. Oh yeah, no. Spider Man has genetic animal stuff. Uh, Spider Man has a shit ton of animal villains. Though, where yeah. did he get the suit? Yes, the, it was like a container. He went from suit. wearing like, yeah, like, like, boxers. like like boxers to all of a sudden wearing this pimp and suit, and you're like, where the hell did you get that from? It Isn't even it? had like a little um, the electrical bolt, like a little lightning bolt yeah. inside. And I was like, sure oh man, it looks like he it, stole like, like, the flashes. Alternative, alternative. I like that. Yeah, the flashes alternate. Looks like a stealth suit for the Flash. Yeah. When he was trying to do stealth, or like he was the rejected well, the other one from the, Mar- uh, the Fabulous the... Four or whatever. There, when he's in the suit, he still disappears. Like he becomes pure energy. Yeah, that's but that's. And yeah. then when he reappears, yeah. he's in the suit. So, so it's not really containment. It yeah, just it was kind of weird. I guess they just didn't want to have him. They didn't want him running around in his underwear. Well, they didn't want a Doctor Manhattan issue from the the Watchmen. Where I was going to say actually, what's a because um, he looks like that. Yeah, well, he kind of does look like uh, what's his name um, Doctor Manhattan. Doctor Manhattan from what? From uh, the Watchmen the, movie? I'm the, sure you haven't seen this one either. We'll probably put you to sleep. There's no, a, right over my There's head. a guy who's basically... He looks very similar in terms of like electric kind of... He's abilities. just not a see-through. But he's naked, and they usually show his it's junk. Like Blue Man Group. Yeah. Oh, wait. I think I saw bits it? and pieces of that. He's got his junk <laughs> hanging out. bits and pieces. I probably fell asleep. <laughs> no, I was just it's a, his junk bits and pieces. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> zing. Sorry, over my head. It is Big Blue Junk. Um, whoa, whoa! Well, I wasn't commenting on that. No, <laughs> is that what you're no, in the Watchmen. I mean, it's they yeah, done. Basically, they wanted to put clothes on him. I guess is what they did. But yeah, the sense. suit the suit didn't really do anything though. Like it was no, it didn't have any real function. But again, I it doesn't. But he also he also got an electric meter like on the side of his head. So which I feel like they put that on him when they, they did. When but they was it that also the... disappeared and reappeared though hmm. when he would turn into pure energy and come back? So. It was sort of a weird, like... Yeah. Well, I mean... I well, think, okay, I think now, really, now we're nitpicking well, a little bit. Well, I mean, it's kind of like, you know... Because in, he in Star Trek, Trek they, too, move, okay. they take apart their bodies, and they transport them, and then they have all their clothes on. Yeah, not all good. That's true. So, I mean... It's it, like in Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> when the yes. girl turns into a blueberry? No, I'm just saying, when the guy the wants to be on TV. You know what? I haven't even he seen has the all new, his clothes on. I haven't even seen the new one of that. No, I haven't seen it either. We're not going to go I haven't seen the new one of that either. Okay. That's really old, though, now. Finally... <laughs> Something we Something. both haven't Nobody's seen. seen it. I saw it. Eh. <laughs> well, the original that's one's my review. Original one's full of magic. But Tibor doesn't like anything. <laughs> I hate movies. I know you're the most <laughs> negative person I've ever met. <laughs> no, what are you talking about? You, miss, you, you missed the. He loved Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier. I loved Winter Soldier. He had no he problems with it. He gushed. Winter no. Soldier is one of the best movies I've seen in a long time. Don't you feel like you should see this movie? No. Fair, I don't hate this movie. I just I didn't think it was amazing either. Like it was just kind of like it was amazing. Eh. It was the amazing Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, it I was know. amazing. 
in the title. It does have it right in the title. But they wouldn't lie to you. Oh, they lie to you all the time. <laughs> so, like, lie. anything with amazing in front of it yep. is, is amazing? Yep. They so tell me hi. how to feel. I'm a, the amazing well, Chris Lucas. Oh, my God. You're amazing. <laughs> I was going to say, I really hope they, they rename the next Star Trek movie Star Trek Amazing. I'm not going to see that with you. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to see it at all. Good. <laughs> Well, um, as far as you know, there's only two, so... Exactly, there's only two. There's only two. <laughs> so, that's Electro. Um, <laughs> what do you think of the last... Like, I mean, the, the last kind of big battle with him? I mean, well, why don't we go through the other characters, then? What well, I, I want to talk about Electro still. Oh, we'll, you want to go we'll right move okay, in. I got you. The last we don't, battle we don't, we don't have Electro. to do scene for scene like we did in the two-hour yeah. <laughs> Captain America. Yeah, just, it was longer than the movie, almost. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know, because some of us wanted to go to bed. And... Thank you for staying up. Yeah. <laughs> um... The final Electro battle? Yeah. It was good. You liked that was it? in the sweet. Yeah. It was relatively short, but I liked the, I liked, again, the idea, and this is something they use in the comics all the time, that Spider-Man uses his smarts, or in this case, Gwen's smarts, um, to solve a problem. And like, so in the comics, he usually will lose the first battle and then he'll win the second one because he comes up with some sort of scientific way to defeat them. And I like that they ported that here and that, I mean, they keep that going, that he is a smart guy. You see him doing really brilliant things like trying like just trying to problem solve how to go up against someone like Electro mm-hmm. is cool yeah. I mean which is that little flash scene there before yeah to, to be fair Gwen, was... Gwen mentions that she saw a schematic as to how to restart the whole thing well, like, well she works there she's been an intern like she's worked there yeah but the whole with his uh webs oh right she was, she was intelligent she with the web shooters with the yeah. web shooters and then uh yeah with you know and then yeah the two of them brainstorm like hey well, can we get like that how... back sorry it's okay um, she makes the joke that's why you were t- you were number two at Midtown because in right. the first one they're like the top two students at Chris just just nod to this since you didn't see it no, I am not <laughs> I'm just telling you I know but now you're going to ruin it for me because I'm going to actually go watch it now you're like I didn't know they were the top two science exactly students. oh my god now that line makes full sense all, all the sense in the world that was the line that really was getting to me yes I yeah. did. I did like um, now in the comics. Electro originally didn't really have the ability to do the kind of cult turning into energy, like living energy. But they've eventually kind of given him those abilities. I'm glad they did that here. It made him much bigger of a threat. Which, in I mean, we hadn't really seen something that big before. Like in the first Spider-Man movie, the lizard is deadly and difficult. But at the end of the day, he's really just a giant monster. Whereas, how do you defeat the first one? Has a lizard in it? Yes, a giant lizard. Not like Godzilla the giant. Sorry, it's more a human size. Yeah, but it's, but... it's a, a human who turns into a lizard. Says the one I knew who I... was like the new Ninja Turtles look cool. No, they don't. Whoa, I didn't whoa. say that. You did. I said the movie looks alright. Oh, I think said I said they the look mo- alright. I said the movie looks cool. Yeah, I won't the be seeing look that either. Like I'm, not, I'm <laughs> yeah. probably not gonna rush out and see it, but I'll I'm, probably watch it. I'm cautiously point. optimistic for Ninja Turtles. Uh, they look like giant and angry. Yeah, I don't, um, I don't like the look of them at all. I don't. Okay, they are giant, but I, I was talking with Leon about this. But today. they're mutated turtles. They're supposed to be. Giants. Well, that's the thing. He said that they're too big, and I'm like, okay, what's, you're what's allowing you're allowing little turtles, little baby turtles, to become five feet. But if they're ten feet, whoa, whoa, no way. Like, that's who a huge ca- difference. Okay. It's a huge difference. Yeah, but I don't think they're ten feet, are they? Well, they look they're, pretty they, big. They look they're not. Yeah, 10 next feet. to Megan Fox, who's probably five foot fuck all. Okay, <laughs> maybe, but like you're they not do. To swear on the podcast. I no, get in no, trouble for that. Absolutely, you can. But <laughs> that's why there's an explicit warning. Also, yes, exactly. But they do seem a little big, like when they knock over like a vehicle, like on the slopes and in the trailer. Yeah, but, but when, they're when, quite when, large. We're going no, into Ninja Turtles. I know we're going into Spider Man. Okay, back into Spider Man. <laughs> well, let's talk about the Green Goblin then. Okay, so he's a douche. <laughs> I wasn't sure from the trailers if I was going to like Harry Osborn. Is it because he had a haircut that reminded you of uh, Peter Parker being emo Spider-Man? Like in oh, the, oh, yeah, in the old one? He's just like super one. emo. In the third like... one, when, when Peter Parker had the symbiote and he became all like emo Parker, yeah. he kind of had that weird yeah, haircut. He did, yeah, he did. I don't remember that. He reminds me of, I was trying to figure it out like the whole movie. I was like, who's Who he reminding me of? Okay, so it's a cross between Leo DiCaprio and Titanic. Yeah, okay, I can see that. And Eddie Furlong in Terminator 2. Yeah, okay, I can see that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But yeah, with just a little bit longer hair. Yeah, yeah. and I yeah. kind of liked it. I was like, okay, this this is working. He is for me. kind of a creepy looking dude, though. Yeah, it, and it worked for it him. Actually, a creepy up, looking dude. Yeah, there were some scenes where I was actually surprised because I was like, okay, this is I like this version of Harry Osborn. Yeah. yeah, they make him. It's it's kind of like you took the three movies of development from the first one and made it all in one movie, and it didn't feel like it was that rushed, more or less. Like you know what I mean? Like in the three, the first trilogy, we had three movies to watch. Yeah, of them become friends, kind of slowly become friends, yeah. and then go evil. And then this time it was much more condensed. Like, oh, hey, I don't we even remember how they before. became friends in the first one. 
while they're just well, they were at school, school together, together right? Oh, right. Oh, and like cute. he helps him with his homework. But here it felt a little bit more organic. And even though we kind of shove Harry back in, but the idea of kind of throwing in this backstory that their uh, fathers Harry worked kind together. Of, yeah, and that Harry helped Peter get through you know, what happened with losing his parents was actually a really good way to kind of make the bond between them make sense, especially and with... And do it quickly. And, and plus, we also have Norman Osborn dying, which I was surprised at, because Norman doesn't die. Yeah, he died pretty fast, because we only saw him, what, like at the end of the first one, right? Was he he was first? never actually in the first one. That you hear his voice, right? You do not hear his voice, because they hadn't cast it. You see um, an, like a, a silhouette of his, of his face, but at, at Oscorp. Yeah, uh, but that's it. So, oh, okay. And you hear about him, and we hear from his underlings that he's ailing, but we don't actually see him. So it was, it, it's a different move, and again, it's probably to differentiate itself from well, the first trilogy, and yeah. where the specter of Norman Osborn was so strong because he was in the first one, and then obviously in the second and third ones, he was impa- his lack of presence was impacting Harry. Whereas here, immediately we take him out, but he still is a dick to his son, and enough of, like he's still an ass. Well, and and I thought it was interesting to the. How they made the like how he's got that gene like whatever it is that he's got. He's got a genetic condition. It's a genetic condition. It's not. It's not something that. It's not like it's not a serum like it was in the original. Yeah, yeah. It was like, hey, son, you're twenty. Well, and that was the whole motivation (laughs) behind Peter and and Osborne's work, right? Yes, Mm -hmm. to cure that disease. Yeah, and plus, it did make everything that Harry does. You can even though he goes to extreme lengths. He's dying. He's a man on borrowed time, and then everything he he knows gets taken away from him. So, I mean, I at first I was like, well, it seems like he's really going to kind of villain mode really quickly. But then I realized, well, how would I react if I was pushed out of my you know my father's company? It's the only thing that my father ever gave to me besides his disease. And, and now the, these guys are trying to set me up. To yeah, get now, me out. And now they're you know like that's pretty bad stuff. I'm turning so. into a green goblin. Like <laughs> this is happening. Shit's right going down. No, the, the only thing that seemed faster though is that so he takes the the serum and it kind of goes crazy and starts getting all he mutated. Hulks out. He hulks out basically, yeah, and then he puts on the body armor and, and starts to fly around. Healed. It seems a little fast. Yeah, and also when he but puts he on looked that, at, but he looked at the body armor. He did armor look at too. the body armor earlier. Oh, he earlier did. Yeah, the they movie, set right? that up. And, and the idea that it was it had like kind of life saving capabilities, so that's kind of why he put the armor on. It um, just seemed really fast. He seemed kind of lizardy. Like when he was talking, once he became Green Goblin, he kind of had like a yeah. Like I, I didn't well, his, feel like his he had, yeah. had like claw, like yeah, hands when he yeah. was dying too. But then but he like, has spider venom. Sort of spider in venom, venom, right? So why is he looking more like different? Yeah, I don't know. I didn't feel like he was spider-like. Yeah, I know he was in the suit, but then. But it's also not technically keyed to his DNA either. I'm just saying. Because there was a bit of like a weird. No, I yeah. He was like a goblin. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, that's a, compare a it, goblin and a lizard. I did or, prefer. I did. It was a interesting. Is nothing like a lizard. It was interesting that they. Said they're both green. All right, guys. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> it got you there. It's interesting that they just kind of they disfigured his. Teeth. They disfigured his face instead of actually giving him a mask. Yeah, because yeah. uh, the mask didn't, true, yeah. didn't work in the first one because he looked like a Power Ranger. Well, the whole thing didn't look like a Power Ranger. It was <laughs> kind of like the the, the body oh, armor. Yeah, that was alright. Well, Ranger. here it's body armor, but it doesn't look as. Well, like, it doesn't look as garish. I mean, and plus, it, they also light them in very dark this, lighting. This armor was better looking, yeah, than, yeah. than the old one. But I think, you know, and the if glider they made a cool mask for it, it could have worked. Uh, the glider but, was, I think it worked without the mask. But it's harder to make it make sense as to why is he wearing the mask. Like, that's that's true, the issue. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Harry Osborn in the first Spider-Man trilogy wearing it was more of, like, protective gear. As opposed to him, like trying to be, like be demonic or whatever, it was yeah, more yeah. him as protective. Here, he doesn't need it. He's he's actually crazy. He doesn't care. Yeah, and he's not trying to hide his identity or anything. No, I sort of did feel though that the the Harry Osborne and like uh, Peter reconnecting was kind of fast. Like, I, they hadn't seen each other in like. Since I bought into kids. it though because yeah, but, yeah, but during times of grief, I feel like eight years. Uh, yeah, yeah. They I, seem to hang out for like a couple hours and then yes, they're like best buds again. But I bought into it because they made it the connection of you know uh, that he helped him during his yeah. Parents yeah death. Peter understands what that's like. I and guess he sees this guy he used to know who helped him get through one of the hardest well, times. And of his it life. seems like for Peter it was like his only friend, mm-hmm. and maybe it was the same for Harry. Like he only ever had each other. Yeah. yeah. So well, I feel like in that case, I I, I just felt it was a little rushed, but I don't know. Yeah, but you know, if you're because like and they set it up too that. His dad up and sent him to boarding school. No, I know. It wasn't like they went their separate ways. It was like, so they were probably ways. best buds. Yeah. No, and so it's yeah. like, well, hey, what's up? Speaking yeah, of yeah. of his parents, I almost felt that the first scene in the movie didn't really need to be there. I was thinking that the whole time. I was like, 
I should, I the sequence know. on the plane where they're they're taking off and then they, they well, but they at least because they, they're, they're there, they're just showing you how his parents died. Yeah, but I don't think anyone needed to know that. We we get the idea that something bad happened. We we heard in the first one, I believe that there was a plane crash. But the whole thing was to upload the data, right? Like yeah, yeah they were just so trying to. What I happened think... with that data? Because they, other, that's other where than he... the fact that it was uh, what's it? Well, technically, Peter's in possession of it now. Peter has it all now. Yeah, because he, he found, found it at the Roosevelt station. station. Yeah. yeah, but he never really did anything. No, with not it. Like, yet. Who knows, right? We like, don't know yet. But I think because I think I like, we didn't really could, have we a know lot of time to like sit around and yeah. investigate. I mean, um, it's but just, even the train station was. What the heck was the deal with? But that? I think it's I like think a they were just lab. That's pretty cool. But at the same time, I very think They're probably just starting. Like they're probably introducing it, and in the next movie, they're probably going to go back there because he's going to need to get into that information to, to defeat all the people that have coming up because mm-hmm. you saw how they saw him, they walked through the rhino the oh yeah the, all the, the other experiments the, the octopus guy like, I'm sure it's a setup the, for the next one it just yeah. seemed kind of like knocked over pretty quick though like well it, Sony has a lot of plans I mean they've already they're working on Spider-Man I heard they're working Spider-Man on Venom right? 3 and 4 and Venom and Sinister 6 so they're working on 4 movies in the Spider-Man universe because they're trying to not just make it about Spider-Man, but also about the villains and the other characters. Yeah, but then it's going to be how does Spider-Man pull into the Avengers and no. Guardians of the Galaxy and Thor. There's and no Marvel Studios. Don't worry. Different Kelly story. will show you oh, a nice infographic that shows where the ownerships are. So It's a Venn diagram, actually. So, yes, that's true. So Sony has, has Spider-Man in his world. But that's all they've got. Yeah, but why'd they have the Marvel thing at the beginning? Well, because it's Marvel, not Marvel Studios. Marvel oh, Studios. Oh, yeah, yeah, we're getting technical, guys. All I'm saying is that eventually, isn't this all, all this stuff going to tie in? Adam's just saying they're owned by different companies. Oh, but isn't it all eventually all going to tie into one another? They can't. They can't like, what's Guardians of the Galaxy going to Guardians of the Galaxy, again, it's, there's different studios. Mar- there's Marvel, and then Marvel operates Marvel Studios, which is its own studio. They don't play with each other's toys. Yes. Basically, when, when they were cash-strapped back in the day, they sold their licenses to different places. So the X-Men and Fantastic Four were snatched up by uh, Fox. But didn't Fantastic Four go back to them now? No, still with Fox. Still with Fox. They're working with it right now. Fantastic Four sucked. And, yes. Well, they were the greatest films. Um, and there's a lot of rumors that, that Fox might be working on a top-secret plan to, once they've relaunched their Fantastic Four, to then do a Fantastic Four X-Men crossover. Because they oh, have really? those two franchises. Um yeah. Which one? Who Namor. has who has Namor? It's like twenty. Was Universal? Plus or Universal? I think it's Universal. Was it, wasn't there wasn't there a bad guy from Thor or something like that in the preview for Guardians of the Galaxy? Yeah. Oh, you're thinking the X Men crossover probably, right? Because the I don't know. No, no, no. Well, I think it's clear. I don't know really what I'm talking about. <laughs> So, well, at the end of the second Thor movie, there was, yeah. was there was a clip that was from Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay, sorry, that's what it was. Or they were right? setting up Guardians of the Galaxy. Now that's okay because those are all part of Marvel Studios. Okay, gotcha. so Marvel Studios has all the Avengers related films, the Iron Man, Captain America, etc. They're all under Marvel Studios headline. Okay, Kelly just fell asleep <laughs> as I explained it. So I mean, it was kind of cool. We got an X Men clip, and they're not the same studio. No, but that was only because Mark Webb uh, was in a was was in a contract with Fox, and then Sony wanted them to direct Spider the Amazing Spider Man two, and so Fox was like, "Okay, you can have them, but we get something." So oh. they basically got free advertisement. Well, that's kind of cool. At the end, and his name's Webb. So is that what his name is Webb? Yeah. Why they wanted him to direct? Absolutely. Um, all right. So Green Back Goblin. To movie. Back to the movie. Back to the movie. Yes. So Green Goblin. Um, one of the most famous things the Green Goblin ever does in, a, in the comics is he kills Gwen Stacy. In the comics, it's Norman Osborn. Here, it's Harry Osborn. I have no problem with being Harry. No problem. At all. Did a good um, job of it, too. They killed her good? Oh, my yeah. God. They killed her. Well. well. They killed her well. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I, well, I, I was going into the movie. I mean, all the promotion definitely foreshadowed that maybe they're going to kill her. Um... Uh, you knew she was going to die. There were so many clues that she was going to yeah, die. Yeah, but her I, opening so speech. Her opening oh, speech. Oh, her opening speech. You knew right from the beginning she was going to die. She's wearing the same outfit that she dies in in the comic books. She does. Hello. Well, when they were on the bridge before they go to the final battle, and Kelly's like, uh, they're on the bridge. I thought for sure they're that was where it was going to happen, but then they had, they had to drag had it out. To, yeah. Once she did the big I love you in Spiderweb, yeah. Yeah. you knew she was dead. Yeah. <laughs> that, that neck was breaking. It was over. Well, I think, least, I, at least I think they broke her entire spine. Yeah, yeah. They, they broke her good. It was pretty bad. Like, it was <laughs> a little more brutal. Sorry, I was trying to get a grammar reference in there. What? I said they broke her good. <laughs> <laughs> Slip right by. You're so intense. I got one in. <laughs> That's what mine. You said. Um, I can tell your while you are pissed off. <laughs> 
I mean, I'm not the one who looks S-T-U-G-I-D. <laughs> Anyways, um, so they killed Gwen Stacy. They did a pretty good job of it. I mean, I was Yeah, it was more brutal impressed. than I expected. Um, like she hit the ground. going to die. I didn't know. I was like, are they going to try and tie it in where she doesn't just hit the ground where he tries to save her and he fails? Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't know if they do that. If it, is it too much? They did. Again, like, I'm going to go back to this too. And it goes back to Winter Soldier. Okay. And you, tell, you Adam, telling me that Bucky is Winter Soldier. Is Winter Soldier. When I had no idea. And apparently everybody knew, but based <laughs> on the reaction in the theater, not, not everybody, everybody knew. knew. No, a lot of people so, didn't. I think when you told me Gwen Stacy died, I was like, "Who's Gwen Stacy?" Remember we had that conversation last yeah. week, and you're like, "You told him I thought you." Were yeah, you told. Yeah, I knew I she was gonna, she died. Yeah, you told. Yeah, you spoiled. You two, said, "Don't tell Chris." You spoiled. I don't want to see his You spoiled two movies for me now. Oh, you told wow. me last week that she died. I'm sorry. And you said that. Green Goblin drops her and and Spider. I told her what happens in the comics. I didn't say oh, it happens. Still, okay, and you said okay, and, the, and you said in the comics, oh, he 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 kills her trying to save her, and he breaks her neck. Yes. Yeah. Right. So I'm like sitting. So okay. I'm just waiting for him to shoot his yeah. thing at her and <laughs> shoot his <laughs> thing. They, at they, her. they did do really. His one sticky fluid. At her. Yeah. Well. well okay. <laughs> Someone took it a little too far. Anyway. Um, I did like that. Just like in the comics, he didn't re- like. He didn't realize she was dead. Like. Yeah. Like at first, he yeah. thought that she that he had managed to rescue her. I mean, in the comics, that's what he does. Like he grabs her and it just it takes a little her. too late. And, and then he realizes that she is dead. Can I see that? The only thing that was weird is that... Can I actually s- touch it or do I have to put gloves on? No, no. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's a hardcover. It's fine. It's okay. not the actual original comic. We're looking at a hardcover collection that has the death of Gwen. One thing that was weird, though, is that we don't actually... I kind of wanted Harry to still be up and running. Like, yeah, he got, he got knocked out pretty fast. Like, like I wanted, I wanted oh, him to then be able to... I wanted him to taunt him or something. Like I kind of yeah. wanted, because you know what? Because one of the most defining moments of the death of Gwen Stacy is not just that, but what happens afterwards when Peter goes after Norman Osborn in the comics, beats the crap out of him, and then almost kills him, realizes he can't, and then Goblin ends up killing himself, which happened in the first Spider-Man movie. Maybe that's why they didn't do it here, because it'd be reminiscent of that. Not that I wanted Harry to die. I just thought I wanted to see Peter angry, and I wanted to see him let it out on Harry. Isn't that what happens with Daredevil? And Electra and Bullseye. In the movie, yeah. More or less. Mm, it's been done. But it's been... Well, but it, but it doesn't seem... All of these have been done. This is the, se- <laughs> the second second Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But There's only two Spider-Man movies. <laughs> just these two. Just these oh, two. Oh, God. This but, is the amazing But you know Spider-Man. what I mean? Like, I just wanted some sort of... Like, he's so upset, yes. But, dude, I, I kind of wanted to see a little bit of, of anger. Of rage of some kind. Like, we just no, see depression. I feel like he... Has learned his he should have yelled because... something like, "You creep! Who's going to pay?" <laughs> no, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Read the line. I don't mind. This is one of my. I'm favorite going comments. to get you, Goblin. I'm going to destroy you slowly, and when you start begging me to end it, I'm going to remind you of one thing: you killed the woman I love, and for that, you're going to die. <laughs> That's pretty intense for the early '70s. With his fist in the air. And, Absolutely. And expressive lines like, ah. That's how you know it's shaking. Awesome. Absolutely. I mean, it's one of the most important comics of the, well, of the 70s in Spider-Man's history. So, I mean, I... Th- that's Sorry, I thing. shouldn't mock it. I know. I'm just joking. I don't care if you're mocking it. I still think it's amazing. So... That's because they told I'm, you I'm in the title <laughs> that it was amazing. <laughs> they did. <laughs> and we clarity clearly established that anything that has amazing in front is amazing. To be fair, this one just says Spider-Man on the uh, Well, the original ooh, comic was amazing Spider-Man. Technicalities. Technical. Yeah. No. Um... Yeah, but no, I, I was very happy with how they dealt with the death. Um, I did like the relationship between him and Gwen. They, and you, so they had better chemistry than, like, uh, what's his name, Tobey Maguire. And, uh, it helps that they're dating in real life. But, yeah. Oh, really? I didn't yeah. know that. They oh, are a couple. Yeah, yeah they're, they're pretty funny, though. He's, like, ridiculously secretive and doesn't want to talk about his private life, which, to be fair, that's his business. It's fine. Um, but anytime in interviews, like, they're asked about it, like, he, like, won't even talk about it. Really? Someone was like, oh, blah, 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 your girlfriend. He's like, my girlfriend. You're making an assumption about my private life, and I don't appreciate that. Like, he's borderline rude about it. I don't okay. think it's rude. He's rude. No, I just said borderline rude. Yeah. Like, he's... It comes off a certain way, maybe. They, they were on Ellen. Um, Together? They had uh, Andrew Garfield, Emma Stone, and Jamie Foxx. Okay. And Ellen was kind of like, without being a jerk, she was pumping them a little bit and uh so she was like so you know you're out shooting this movie they probably have a tight budget like do you guys have to like share hotel rooms ever like just to (laughs) save money 
And then Jamie Foxx is like, yeah, yeah, guys, uh, tell me about that. Like, he was kind of, like, helping her. Yeah, and yeah. Andrew Garfield the whole time was kind of just, like, changed the subject, moving on. Like, yeah. she made a couple more jokes about it. Yeah. And, uh, and then they, you know, they joked that Andrew and Jamie were actually... But uh, he was very much, like, next question. Like, yeah. they don't, you know, want to talk about their personal life. But That's good. it definitely does help that they're dating. Yeah, well, like, they have really good chemistry. Um, but were they dating... Like, did they meet in the shooting of the first one? I believe so. Okay. But they were dating in the first one as well. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, like... They're still together. <laughs> Woo! That's good. Uh, no, they have really good chemistry. Well, it's so okay when, if they break up now, because she's dead. Because she's dead, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, don't, we don't need her chemistry to be good anymore. the next girl. The Mary Jane, She's yeah. been cast, though, right? She was cast, and they shot scenes with her, and then they cut it out of the movie. It didn't belong yeah. in this movie. It, well, it's interesting. There's a lot cut, because even from the trailers, not that those are you know, a bar, but there's a bunch of stuff in the promotion for the film where you have Harry Osborne telling Peter that they've had him under surveillance. Oh, yeah. That wasn't in the film at all. Yeah. Which was... Kind so of they were surveilling the both of them. They were. Well, there's, no, they're surveilling they were Osborne. Osborne. Well, not, but, not Peter Parker. Well, I think that if they had... Just, he happened to be hanging out with Peter. If they hadn't deleted this footage, I think it would have shown that there always was Peter under surveillance. Because, uh, okay. that, again, that's what the trailer was But maybe was it didn't fit the story. Yeah, maybe it didn't fit. I mean, it happens all the time that sometimes the... Like, there's a line from Frozen that was in every single uh, trailer that was not in the movie. That that's not a that's not well, a blizzard. That's my, that's, oh, not, that that's not a blizzard. Yeah. That's my sister or something like that. Oh. It was it was a line that was used in everywhere in the promotion film, but never actually used in the movie itself. If you want to hear more about Frozen, there is a podcast about a podcast that. Episode one thirty four. What? What? Okay. Did I remember the episode number? Just for the record, like small tangent. You're always like, I have no memory. I can't take out the garbage. I forgot. And yet, <laughs> I remember what because I, I remember what episode you're on. Oh. Because I love you that much. Dun, dun. And I love it when you're on an episode with me. Sorry, guys. I, I love you guys, too. I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> Time for bed. Time for bed. Um, the Rhino makes an appearance in this film. So he appears... Barely. Barely. But I was fine Did with that. Did you see who that was, too? Paul Giamatti. Paul Giamatti. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of weird that he's he's not like a name actor, but he has he's, he's like a B-Y. He's been in enough stuff. Like, people I know like who Paul he Giamatti. is. Yeah. I love Paul Giamatti. It's funny that he'd agree... He'd, That'd be the role that you I thought would. the accent was a little extra thick. Like a little. You know whose well, accent was Russian, a little right? extra thick? Who's? The guy in the lab who was doing the tests. Oh my god, Kafka? That was over the top. Oh, Kafka was way too far. That was over the top. I didn't know why they had to call him Kafka, only because there's a, a long standing Spider Man supporting cast member who's a female named Ashley Kafka who works for Ravencroft, and I don't know Maybe why. Maybe it's his daughter. Or, or, or father, because he's old and she's younger. Maybe. But. What did I say? <laughs> what did you say? I, said, I think he said daughter. Father. I said Let's maybe she's her, his daughter. Oh, I didn't think. That, I think. You, I, I guess that's that's we'll, we'll play it back and we'll find out. I don't need to play it back recorded. to know that I'm probably wrong. <laughs> I'm cool with that. No, the accent was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. See that that took me. I was like, whoa, where did Hydra come from? <laughs> that's where yeah, I thought yeah. this was going. All of a sudden, did, did anybody like, lean over and like whisper to somebody? No, no one whispered. I did feel like it took me out a little bit because his accent was almost too silly, but. Um, there's a lot of, uh, for those who know a lot about the Spider-Man mythos, there's a lot of characters that just kind of parachuted in here. Uh, the assistant, Felicia, I don't know, a lot of the people behind me were talking about this. I don't know if they were talking about it behind you guys. Uh, Every time someone spoke, I was terrified that they were speaking too loud and that it was ruining Team Britt's movie-going experience. <laughs> yeah, no, it was okay. But, it's a, but like, people these days, there's, I don't know, theater, well, theater etiquette has well, gone out the window. Well, at times it was a genuine, like, oh, who's that? Like, I get it, but at the same time, like, I, I understand being that into the movie and then you just talk and you don't mean to. But at the same time, I'm watching a movie. Please be quiet. But they were having a discussion anyways, about Felicia. I heard but, that. So, Felicia, so what were they saying about Felicia? So Felicia, her full name is Felicia Hardy in the comics and she's a super villain slash superhero called the Black Cat. She's kind of Catwoman for, okay. for Spider-Man. She is a cat burglar and uh, I kind of... There were elements here where you kind of got the idea that she knows more than she lets yeah. on and maybe she has a way of prolonging things. Well, she getting, overheard... Yeah, and right. she she gets a hold of things too, right? So I, I kind of felt like maybe someday they'll use Black Hat somewhere. And it's cool. It's like they set stuff up so that they have options. Yeah. yeah. Well, and like um, the guy from the office uh, who played Ryan from the office. Ryan. Yeah. I was, okay, I was gonna bring him up earlier. I was totally hoping Electro was gonna get to fry his ass. Oh, fry him. Like that. Yeah. Well, he is again another long-standing uh, villain. Actually, oh, uh, he? He, they gave him the name Smythe. Um, so in the comics, there's a, his name is well. There's two Smythes. There's Spencer Smythe and Alistair Smythe. They create Spider Slayer robots. 
So they're, they're robots, their whole purpose is to hunt and capture Spider-Man. And so, and working for Oscorp makes sense, so if they ever want to use that, they that would actually they have really work. To go with it. Yeah, or it could, they could even say that the tech that they showed for the Dr. Octopus tentacles and the Vulture's uh, flight harness, that could be stuff that he built. I mean, that's not outside the realm of possibility either. Um, so he's in it. I'm trying to think what other characters showed up. Uh, obviously Kafka. Uh, then we have the Rhino with, by Paul Giamatti. So he's just a thug at the beginning. and then Yeah, he was stealing radiation. Which, for the record, probably would have blown up. Yes. He was tossing that plutonium everywhere. <laughs> or whatever like, it was. Uh, plutonium? Uranium? Yeah, plutonium. Did they actually... It was plutonium. It was actually, they said yeah, it's highly they explosive, say. but it they didn't say explosive. it's highly explosive upon bouncing. No. Yeah, but like the guys, so like they break well, in the they have a to special steal it, container. And they're like, yeah. it's plutonium. Like of course, like, what are they going to do? No, no, but, but then he's like crate? juggling Sorry. with yeah. them pretty yeah. much. Yeah, they had like a case, but then it was with inside like a, a case to like not. I feel like it would have blown it's up. Plutonium. I did like Spider Man juggling though, because that, again, that goes to the sense of fun. Like, yeah, I guess, but it's Spider Man's radiation. Yeah, I think he'd be. He's already a radioactive spider. What is he I guess. He doesn't know that necessarily that's radioactive. He didn't hear all the warning labels. To be fair, what's it? I think it, like he like he. He's I guess he's, jumped in. He's doing a lot of reactionary stuff. Yeah. But a lot of times, like when there's cars being thrown around and stuff. Yeah. I'm, like, are those people? Like, there's people in some of those cars. Like, mm. you know, he he he'll run out and save one guy in front of a car. Yeah. But then there's people that were flipping inside that car originally, right? And, well, like, he probably some, can't get there. He can't save everybody. He can't save everybody, but there's some collateral damage hanging there is around some, but on I, the side that it, might be a little bit more avoidable. Yes, but I think the part Just of like the, cops and stuff. I think part of what they were trying to show here, though, is that like the the kind of the spider sense things slowing down and how he kind yeah of he's able to process yeah. and and saving people's lives because this is something that was missing from Man of Steel is that there's so much collateral damage. Basically, half a city was blown up and destroyed. Yeah. Every time he knocks Zod into a building, <laughs> well, I think more than half of Metropolis maybe. is gone. But every time like he socks someone into a building, like there's buildings falling all over the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Superman's not saving anyone's life. Whereas here, Spider-Man was actively saving people's lives while trying to fight Electro. That was cool. Like, yeah, in right. Times Square, where he's, like, webbing, yeah, he's webbing he's, their yeah. hands so they weren't touching the metal. Yeah. Oh, crap. Like, yeah, it shows cool. that he's he's smart. He's a smart hero. He's, you know, he's trying to protect people. He's not but just, like, the don't villain. spiders have lots of eyes? Yes, they do. Yeah. Oh, nice. So, he has spider sense. Just yeah, let it happen. Exactly. They use Times Square really well. Yes, they did. They destroyed Times really Square well. pretty well. Yeah, yeah. They didn't actually explain what happens, like the the cleanup of Times Square. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> Although, kind of like... job. Although I do like that there was you got the sense a good sense of the passage of time here. Um, like a lot of time has passed between like the beginning of the movie with the graduation. We see seasons pass, um, and even after Gwen dies, we hear because they made it snow. Yes, seriously. <laughs> no, but they like, did. They now went from, it's like, fall, huge... and we see him dealing with like all the different things he's been doing yeah. with the costume. So every time he takes the costume off after having to deal with no, something, that's fair. it was a nice way of showing the time has passed, and so and, and explaining what where Without him doing and a montage. Are. Yeah, it was kind of a montage, but not. Yeah, it was a different kind of montage. Um, I like that. It was again a nice organic way to build in a sense of time because you needed to have the characters kind of develop over time. And they did that. That's all I have to say. But no, everyone else is extremely I, quiet in the room about yes, it. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. They did do that. Um, you mean it wasn't on the same week? <laughs> no, not this time. I thought she like graduated high school and got a job at Oscorp. And... She already had the job at Oscorp. Come on. I didn't know that. Catch up. Sorry, <laughs> Kelly I already watched, told you this. I mean, to, yeah, let me watch the first movie. I did like that Stanley had a cameo that essentially, I guess, is just the first, like an extension of his cameo in the first movie. Because in the first movie, he was the janitor cl- cleaning up while Spider-Man was fighting the lizard. Oh, yeah. I think I know that guy. That's right. Okay, yeah. Maybe that's where that's from. Anyways, I figured it that's was funny. probably just a... I, mean, I like that Stanley's still showing up in movies. Oh, yeah, no. I'm most curious about his Guardians of the Galaxy uh, cameo. I hope he's an alien or something. That'd be cool. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I'd love to see Stanley like done up for like. A, <laughs> that'd be fun. Some like a 92 year old man in like alien prosthetics. Yeah, give him whatever. Like you know. So how old he is? I think he's 92. I could be wrong, he's but toast. Actually, what he's toast? Wow. Soon. Hey, Soon. no, Stanley lives forever. He lives forever. He's immortal. Well, yeah, he's gonna be immortal in his writing and his no, no, characters no, no. and no, stuff. No, he's so. immortal. Actually, he's got radioactive blood. A really quick aside before we start to wrap it up. Um, uh, I was listening to a podcast there with Joe Quesada, who's one of the Marvel um, 
creative guys on the Marvel Studios panel, and they were talking about Winter Soldier with Kevin Smith, and it turns out there was some CG used on Peggy Carter for the hospital scene. Okay. Which Peggy Carter, which... The old lady? The old lady. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. There was CG used, because we talked about it on the podcast that it looked like surprised that it was her and if it was just makeup or not it was actually it was, there wasn't actually that much makeup on her it was mostly, mostly just CGI, CGI yeah. effects because apparently at the scene when they were filming it didn't seem like it was gonna like they were all kind of like is this gonna work and then when they saw it like afterwards they're like oh wow it really does work but because it's a such good CGI so that's a complete aside that has nothing to no do problem. with this no, I'm just gonna add to that that, that I right really now. hope that she gets her series because that I think will I be know, awesome everyone hopes so uh, final thoughts for the film I mean there's a lot going on here Gwen dies. We set up the the idea of having future movies is definitely there. That we're going to have more kind of uh, villains coming out of Oscorp. Oh, uh, Harry's sure. still involved. Uh, the idea that we're probably who's that guy at the end? Uh, I'd have guy. to check up what the name was because they said a name and I didn't really recognize it. I was trying to figure out the voice because it seemed familiar. It's, it did seem familiar. Is it Hydra. It's not. It's Hydra. But I do like the idea that like they're setting up the Sinister Six and. The idea of having that there's more characters out there is cool. Um, well, they yeah. started the recruiting. They got the rhino. Now, the only thing that was weird about that is that not weird, but I was I was th- we've talked before in the podcast uh, in prior episodes about how trailers do show you too much. Often, they showed us the rhino fight. Everything that was in that That's rhino true, fight, yeah. we saw in the trailers. I was a little bummed oh, out. Yeah, everything. Oh, I don't remember. The entire sequence is there. It's not a very long sequence. That's why most of it's in the trailer. Yeah, well, it's very short, and and that's fine. But it's like it's it's the way you cap the movie. But I think I think. Do you think maybe then if there's next movie, it just it starts at that. That would be awesome. That, that and fight I'm, and scene. That's probably happens. where it. It could. It continues. From. I, I hope it doesn't. No. Because uh, we kind of saw it already. We saw, I'm good. Well, no, but you. He was just. He was just starting it. He was just yes. starting that fight scene. There wasn't really a fight True. scene. That being said, because literally about... he had just shown up. Yeah, right. After being and gone, we don't for know how it's going to go. Of time. Been going and gone for five months. It's a big mech suit, so I mean, it could go for a little while. Um, speaking of uh, trailers showing things that happen right at the end, we talked about in Winter Soldier. Actually, they have the shot in the trailers with Cap and Falcon, and Cap saying, "You know, we, you know, when did we start? We just did." Basically, the last line of Winter Soldier. Yeah. But, I mean, it doesn't make a difference at all to that film because. It, doesn't matter what it takes place, but just interesting. I don't remember that now. What they show us in the trailers often is the end of the movie, <laughs> the extreme end. But this felt more so, like because the like because it was the. I was waiting sequence. the whole movie to it see wasn't where just the rhino a, was going to come. It wasn't in just a line, right? it was, yeah. And then no, I, th- I have a feeling the next movie will start off with him battling the rhino, which would be cool. I'm fine with that. I mean, the rhino is not a very there's no not a lot of levels to the rhino. It's kind pretty of, simple. I mean, Electro yeah, they're but, able to infuse a lot into it, but. I mean, the rhino in the comics is, just like he is here, kind of a mindless, stupid thug who then gets, you know, put in a giant rhino hide. That's as stupid as it sounds. And then he wreaks havoc as this big, super-powered rhino, rhinoceros. Yeah, but I'm thinking because just the way everything went leading up to that point, yeah. how he's been gone, and now he's back. Mm-hmm. And I think to end it just with him about to battle this... Right, because literally, like the battle had just started because that kid was standing there. He hadn't even really touched him yet. It's yeah, yeah, they, they had the, which, which Rocky just, movie ends like that? Isn't there a Rocky movie that kind of ends with? Chris hasn't seen any movies. I haven't seen all the. Haven't seen any movies. <laughs> I've actually seen. I worked. You a fell block, asleep. I worked you a blockbuster. Yeah, I worked a blockbuster video. Oh, really? I've seen tons of movies. Okay. Yeah. Okay, kids. Now, well, blockbuster seen... video was a place. That you... Have yeah. you seen a lot of movies? Or video a lot of money in the nineties. Have you seen a lot of movies, or have you just taken a lot of naps? Seen a lot of movies. Just ask me about the right movies. Okay, the right movies. Yeah. All right. He so doesn't watch this comic book crap. Like, well, I, I, okay, you threw crap in there. I'm just kidding. Comic book movies. I um, have. It's just like none of the ones before. I was in, never interested me enough to keep watching them. Right. Uh, yeah. Outside, I, I outside of around. Captain America and Avengers, which I said I'm into those ones. Yeah. And this one's pretty good too. I'll actually go back and watch the first one now. Cool. Not. I know you gave me a week to do it, but hey. Hey, you still have the film. So. I, Monday, Tuesday, I'm like hell. I got all week, and then Wednesday I was sick. Thursday I was watching hockey, and no one on the po- no one listening to the podcast cares. Yeah, so I care, else. but no, no I'm, I'm just... explaining to you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right, final thoughts, Chris. How many um, web pellets? I think you looked good in that shirt. Thank you. Yeah, look great. <laughs> I'm wearing a Spider-Man shirt. It's yeah, I know. Amazing Spider-Man on. Oh, and so does Kelly. So, so those Kelly. are my final thoughts. Tibor, you're lacking. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. I'm just yeah. wearing clothes. Do you have an X Men shirt you can wear to X Men? No. You have, well, you oh, have man, Wolverine, you have Wolverine's you guys can coat. Make me rush to another I movie. Do, that's true. 
What's that? You, you want to make see... me rush after work to another movie now? Absolutely. This 7.30 Me. shit's got to stop. You just <laughs> <laughs> this is like, oh my god, it's 6.30. I gotta leave work. I got an hour to get to Toronto. Uh, final thought, Kelly? I loved it. You loved it? Did yeah. you see it again? I do. I really, really enjoy so... it. I, you know what? I really enjoyed the first one. I remember sitting there being like, this is really great. And this one was the same thing. I'm sitting there thinking, this is really great. And I'm not bored during the fight scenes. The fight scenes were, I mean, so, I mean, there there was action without being like over the top, drawn yeah. out. Okay, you know, so Actually, I one feel thing, like there was a good mix of everything. You got the love stuff. Yeah. You got the heartfelt moments with his with his aunt. And talking yeah, about, she got this. You're my everything. A few more like, lines here. There was, yeah. you know, there was a couple parts where I think she was thrown in just because they wanted to give her some more lines. Like yeah, I mean, she's, Sally Field when she's all, and everyone yeah. likes her. Yeah. You might as well justify like, her paycheck when she's a nurse at the hospital. Thing and the power comes back and she's like, "Okay, people, and power's I'm, back on." I'm like, "Okay, we it. don't need that." Yeah, yeah. But, okay, Sally Field, we like you. Yeah, really, really like you're good. Well, they threw in the whole airplane thing too for suspense. Yeah, yeah, the airplane thing for suspense. Yeah, because really we really thought they were going to crash two planes into one another. Yeah, I was like, "Okay." We already saw on one plane minute. go down at the beginning of the movie. I didn't think they were going to do it again. Yeah, that's fair. I was still shocked by some of the stuff in that sequence. Like, I was, I'm surprised the way they did. It. Like, it was kind of brutal on the plane. In the very beginning, yeah, yeah, it was it's a little extra violent and like unnecessary. And like, it's every... nice, I loved it. Sure. <laughs> you loved awesome. it. Um, I did think that the uh, the imagery on Spider Man's movements was better than ever. Uh, the the way that they show his wall crawling and web spinning was fantastic. Like you really, especially they did have a more here than they did in the first one. There was a, a bunch more uh, POV shots where you actually had like as if you were the one swinging, which yeah. is kind of a nice touch. Um, and kind of showing the fast pace. That this is the first time where I really feel like this is how it's like to move like Spider-Man and think like Spider-Man, and, and actually getting to see that. And uh, it looks so real. Um, yeah, those CG's come a long way since. Oh, a I do long have way. one negative actually. Sure. I know he has like spider healing properties and stuff, so yeah. he can take a beating. Cool. Yes. But, like he got electrocuted a lot. Yes. And you know what? Last time I stepped on a spider, didn't come back. <laughs> What about the last time we electrocuted a spider? What happened then? Didn't do it because that's didn't weird. Come back. <laughs> I just I feel like there was a lot of him being electrocuted. Yeah, that would have resulted. Did he in get him. like the, he got run over for like at one point? He was like well, he, he was kind of hit, he, but he, he, he hit, got hit, but then he was clung onto. He the, clung onto it, yeah. But he did get hit pretty hard because he didn't yeah. see he it coming. He has some pretty good resilience to. to there was a few few times where he got yeah. he got kind of it was like you know he's superhuman at, at this point. Like he's not Wolverine. No, he's not. Well, there's times when they kind of almost play. Just like, say. He he does maybe he doesn't have super healing, but he does have uh, like the best healing. But he does have yeah. a lot of durability. No, for sure. I just, I felt like there was a little bit too much. Yeah. That's. I mean, if that's my only negative, I would say it's just a little inconsistent. Like, you're, maybe a little at times, but I mean that's. I mean, we we saw Cap go through a. a tough yeah. Cap well, again, it, too, it's like, it's yeah, it's tough because yeah. like Cap got thrown into a bus. <laughs> Like off a bridge. Spoiler. You know, like, yeah, yeah, and it's like superhuman. Yeah, he's well, superhuman, he's but the, his human. skin would probably he's get what? cut, right? He's like, supposed to be peak human. Oh. Like, oh, okay. So, uh, although we talked about that in the Winter Soldier podcast, they've never really made clear again if he's just peak human or if he's a little bit more than that. Yeah, I guess it's, it's one of those like suspending that. disbelief sort of like it's yeah. it's a well, fine it's a fine line. I was a little surprised that uh, that the, the death happened. In a clock tower for Gwen and not on a bridge. Not that they had to, but it was, it was, it was the more suspense thing too, with all the gears and. You know. Well, and they yeah. knew we were waiting for it, so they're like, "Here's a bridge." Just kidding, not yet. That's true. <laughs> yeah, actually, does anyone know which bridge that was? Uh, I, think it, I think it was the Brooklyn Bridge. I Brooklyn bridge? Wasn't okay. there some discrepancy between which bridge? Or sorry, was in it? the comics, yes, mm, there's discrepancy. In the comics, it's clearly the Brooklyn think... Bridge, but he, but they in the original comic they refer to it as George Washington Bridge, oh, okay. and then there have been some reprintings which then clarify it's the Brooklyn Bridge, and some that don't. Okay, but it's clearly the Brooklyn Bridge, and I think this is the Brooklyn Bridge too, which makes sense. I'm pretty sure it, the message was written on the Brooklyn Bridge. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Tibor, final thoughts? Yeah, I don't know. After I'm... we've talked about it, do you like it more? I'm I'm sort of neutral on it. Like I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. It was just kind of like, you know, eh. Okay. Said so I like the first one better. Really, Amazing Spider-Man. I think this one was better than the first one. The first one had a lot of clunky stuff to get out of the way. The only thing that at times I I did think of is that they they put so much focus on the parents that it almost makes at times Uncle Ben's 
absence kind of almost feel like an afterthought. But that's why they bring it up a couple times. Yeah, but it felt but it felt like they Did were he die having in the first to, one? Yeah. Okay. It Kyle. felt like they were having to bring it up as opposed to it kind of feeling like this absence. He was shot. Okay. But uh, some random guy. Some random mugger. Out of the library? Not this time. Not this time. Okay. It's out of a convenience store. I have to ask. Jinx. You're done with the book. But the same idea. Okay. Like where Peter could have stopped him and didn't. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it just because they did make mention of him a few times, but it just felt like it, there was they made the whole felt by his parents much more palpable as opposed to the the absence of. Well, ben. We already dealt with that in the first movie. Did we? Yeah. I don't know if we really did in the first Moving one because again, on. it was much more about the parents and mm. a lot less about Uncle Ben. That was the other thing. What's it? What did he figure out with like sticking all that crap on the wall? Nothing about his parents. Yeah, he like he, he didn't figure out anything. With he was well, trying to. He, he, he was trying to figure out what it was and, and he didn't really get anywhere and I guess that was the point but, right. but that being said like you're looking into something that's like 18 well I guess what 8 years only 8? No. no more than 8 oh, it's more than eight. sorry it was 8 years when what's his face left yeah, yeah. yeah and he left when there, he was like 11 or 12 or something when said. he left when he was 11 okay so um, when his parents left him he was like 6 or something wasn't he? yeah 6 yeah. or 8 that kid looks young. beautiful yeah so I mean I yeah, I, I guess it, part of that for me is just in the comics, they it's almost never really discussed. The the fact that him not having his parents around is almost never dealt with. Like in the original comic, I don't even know yeah, why. Yeah, they do deal with his parents a lot more in these two. Like Stan Lee, I don't think ever really thought about it. He's just like, he lives with his aunt and uncle. What happened to his parents, Stan? He died in a car accident. Well, there was never anything in the original. They didn't nope. even talk about it. It was just like, here he is. This is Peter Parker. He's being raised by his aunt and uncle. No further questions asked. That's just the way it was in the comics at the time. Like, as I said, with Electro well, getting... we don't know why Dorothy lives with Aunt M either, but no one ever questions <laughs> right. it. Good points. Now I'm upset with Wizard of Oz. Because yep. her mom was a witch. <laughs> what? And by the you way... You haven't uh, seen that movie either. Like Richard you? Parker, right? Richard Parker? Time. Yeah, he's, he's quite the action hero. He is the action hero. That was a little weird. He's, he's this doctor, and then he's... He was a pretty badass on the plane. He's he pretty was pretty badass well, on the plane dude, fighting the dude, assassin. True. Hey, would you not stick up for your wife? So yes, Gwen's but dad, would I be that good at it? Probably Gwen's not. Gwen's dad is Dennis Leary. <laughs> you would be surprised. Gwen's dad is Dennis Leary, yes. And he's the one that he sings was, that song. He was kind of creepy, awesome. by the way. Because yeah, that's all I could... Every time he popped up, I was like, here it is. <laughs> and I'm like... That's hey, actually appropriate. Go away, ghost. <laughs> yeah, he was kind of a creepy ghost. He, he would was. just stand there and stare and be like, "What kind of Fuck you, Peter?" I wonder what his paycheck was like here. Like, we want you to stand here. And was look he even, like, they just used a still image? Yeah. And just, like, once you I want you to stand there and look like, "Don't touch my daughter." Yeah, exactly. exactly. Don't mess with my You're daughter. Still touch her. So, Adam, final thoughts. Uh, I enjoyed it quite a lot. I, I wasn't sure there was some... I mean, I'm sure there were some things that kind of stood out to me while I was watching it that felt a little over the top, but the more we got into it, the more I felt like, you know what? It is a comic book. This is. It felt like I was reading a comic book, but it was just put on the page. Whereas, like Tibor was saying, uh, off podcast, I know we're not supposed to do that, but uh, that Winter Soldier felt like it had more of a, a, a driving force and there was a more of an overarching plot because you, you were getting from plot A you know, to basically point B. Whereas here, it was just like, A is going to happen, then B is happening, then C is happening. But that's what happens in a comic. You have subplots, things are get seeded, which we won't actually see pay off until later. Um, yeah, it, it did feel, to me, it felt kind of disjointed. Like It was just sort of like, we kept going back to these stories. Because like me, it, you're not a real comic book guy. Maybe, maybe that's the thing. <laughs> but you, don't, you don't get how they work. Yeah, no, it, just, it, had, it had sort <laughs> of a weird... take your nap. It had should sort I, of a weird pace. I should that, go read a comic book now. Absolutely. It had sort I of a weird... We have some. a couple. Yeah, yeah, I know, I saw them downstairs. I have a couple thousand you could borrow. I know. You can whoa, whoa, borrow. Them. Take forever? Yeah, I don't keep know. them? Oh, you're just giving them away now. No, I'm not giving them away. If you'd like it. a free comic book from Adam Chapman, please send us yeah. Yeah. Please email comic book shenanigans. And free ask him for it. You'll probably say no, but free you can comic ask. book giveaway. Actually, tomorrow is free comic book day. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, you're not gonna have this posted. I'll have this posted on free comic book day. No plug for free comic book day. Well, it's free comic book day. It may be go right now. Go get your comic book. If, it, if it's not six p.m. and the place right. is closed already. Okay. What's Wrap her up. Okay. Pardon? Oh, um. <laughs> <What's>, <laughs> sorry. I, I love you, Chris. That's why I like having you on the show. What is free comic book day? Kelly, you want to take this one? No. Okay. <laughs> okay, we can talk about they that. They give away free air. comic books yeah. at Basically, the local comic it's book a promotional store. thing that I believe started in 2002 right after the first Spider-Man movie. 
Uh, Always is the first weekend of May. It's always been the first weekend of May. Um, It is, you go into any comic book store and they'll have free comics to give you. Uh, All the major publishers take part in this. Um, Often they will try to either have a reprint of something that was recent that was kind of a, a good entry point for new readers. Um, like for many years, uh, Marvel's offering was Ultimate Spider-Man number one, which was uh, modern retelling of Spider-Man's origin, which was good for new readers. Mm-hmm. Um, that's basically the, in essence, what it is. And also, it's a good opportunity for people who do read comics often to be able to kind of, you know, get new comics that they may not usually try because they have free samplers from certain publishers. Oh yeah, publishers. Tibor. Nice. Mid nineties, getting text messages. <laughs> Whoa. Someone's in my Springfield. Bitch, it's not that exciting. Bitches be so calling. So when I said we bitches need ladies on the podcast. <laughs> bitches be calling. There you go. My so, number's already out there even though this hasn't been posted. Right? It's no. 555. It's five, the five. magic of the internet. Um, but yeah, that's what free comic book One, two, three, four. We don't get to go anymore. That's no, because we're always busy on free comic book day. Okay. Sad. Gotcha. So we should go and get some free comic books. Yeah. Well, well, Chris, Chris is, Chris is coming with us tomorrow. All right, fine. That's true. I'm going to go get you some free go Chris is going to work, and then he's going with them tomorrow. Anyway, so this has been our, uh, what was this, episode 162, I think I said it was. Uh, this is our Spotlight on Amazing Spider-Man maybe? 2. Is it 162? Well, I don't know. The number's no, on the screen. 162. 162. I was right. I awesome. messed it with you. Uh, so thank you for joining us for our uh, Spotlight on Amazing Spider-Man 2. Uh, next week's episode will most likely be a primer for X-Men Days of Future Past. Uh, just kind of talking about the uh, these future past in comics and what may or may not be coming in the movie and then a, few, a couple weeks after that we'll have an episode focusing on the X-Men Days of Future Past and we'll see if Brian Singer is able to rectify the mistakes of X-Men Last Stand I liked that movie Last Stand? <laughs> or X-Men First Class? Oh you which love ones? First Class. I love First Class. X-Men Last Stand. I was about to say, which ones are those? You didn't see it. The ones, <laughs> the ones you should I watch? Should I watch Wolverine before I see X-Men? Uh, you don't have to. You don't really have to. Okay. It'll give you enough of what you we'll need. We'll give you your homework ahead Yeah, of time. give me my homework. Yeah, yeah, watch yeah. X-Men 1 and 2. But give me two weeks ahead, though, because I obviously can't get it done right I should just give you the movie now. <laughs> 1, 2, and 3, actually. Stop giving away our movies. Well, you know he forgets when he lends you stuff. So you can it doesn't mean he can steal my movies. No, I'm not going to steal it. I'll give it back, and I'm still playing the video games you let me borrow, so. There you go. Um, also, there's an amazing Spider-Man 2 video game, so you should pick that up because it's got a, a totally different story than the movie, but it has some, some of the same characters. What? Because they didn't want to <laughs> spoil just, the movie. Just Why totally are you plugging didn't... their video game for them? It's a good video game. Which I'm... video game? Amazing Spider-Man 2. You're plugging video games now? Yes. You plug MLB Oh my god, we gotta unplug this thing. This I... is done. No, I'm just kidding. Alright. <laughs> you can email us at comicshanigans at gmail.com. You can also like us on Facebook. Uh, rate and review us on iTunes, please. That's the way we can... The, the easiest way for us to uh, grow the audience for the show and also please subscribe to the show on iTunes as well if that is your device of choice um, thank you for joining us for the episode and we will catch you next time bye bye